0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. It's that time of year. March Madness. Whether your team's on the bubble or in the big dance, rooting for Houston or Purdue, Big East or Big Twelve, Bet Online Sportsbook has you covered with all the props, odds, promos, and parlays for this year's March Madness. Use our promo code Believe fifty. That's B L E A V five zero to get a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit with the link in the description to this episode. Bet Online, where the game starts. of the Take It Easy podcast live on the Believe Podcast Network, except it isn't live because it is, as always, a podcast. Welcome, 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 everybody. It is a Monday, March 13th. Here on the Take It Easy podcast, I hope you all had a fantabulous, fantabulous weekend, as did we. We've got a lot to cover here on today's show because a lot happened over the weekend. The Chicago Bears traded the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers. It's a big story. And Jalen Ramsey got traded to the Miami Dolphins. And, of course, there's this little thing called March Madness going on. And March Madness is where we're going to begin today's show. We'll see where we get to. And I think that uh, the Chicago Carolina topic will be more so for Tuesday's episode in addition to any other major free agent moves that come in. But March Madness is the deal right now, and today it is 3.03 on Sunday. They are releasing the brackets for March Madness as we speak, and I thought on this fantabulous March Madness Monday, it might be great to just throw on the microphones and talk about the Selection Sunday process, because March Madness is fun, and we haven't done a great job covering college basketball this year. And we really have faded an interest in college basketball from the pandemic year of 2021 till now in terms of our coverage on the Take It Easy podcast. And that's just because college basketball has taken a backseat in my bandwidth for sports coverage as the years have gone on. And that's on me. We're going to have Razor Rosenthal join us later on and talk more about college basketball as well. We've got all kinds of great stuff going on here. So, They're releasing the brackets as we speak. Right now, we've got Alabama. Oh my god, Alabama's the number one overall seed. That's going to be uncomfortable once that one rolls around. Alabama's going to be the number one overall seed in March Madness. And they have two players on the team who are currently in jail on capital murder charges. For those who haven't been following that story, the best player on the team who's going to be a top five lottery pick for Alabama is... The person who supplied the gun that ended up killing a 23 year old and that is uncomfy in all sorts of different ways. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be a story as we go along. All right, so we've got now the 6 and 11 game. It's uh, Creighton. And NC State. Hey, Razor's NC State. They made it to the tournament. Congratulations, Razor's NC State. I know he was talking about they were kind of on the edge about that one. So congratulations to Razor's NC State. And when he talked to us two weeks ago, Razor said he was super interested in Creighton. So you know what? That worked out perfectly in the South region. All right, then you've got Baylor as the three seed to a national champion when we went to the final four a couple years ago they're playing UC Santa Barbara shout out Big West Big West a school I'm a UC Davis grad shout out to the Big West been watching too much Big West basketball this season for my job so congrats UC Santa Barbara they're either point guard one conference player of the year there's a little bit of insight I can provide for you all right, who's coming to Sacramento? Who's coming to Sacramento? It is Arizona as the 2 seed. All right, Arizona, congratulations. They won their conference tournament yesterday. Second year in a row. We watched them almost lose to TCU last year, so maybe I'll go watch Arizona play again this year. And Arizona's playing Princeton. Fun. Princeton is coming to Sacramento. That's going to be that's going to be interesting to watch. Then we've also got 7-seed Mizzou. It's kind of weird to see Mizzou in March Madness. They just are not a good basketball program under normal circumstances. Mizzou as the 7, and we've got 10-seed Utah State. Hey, another Mountain West team. Congratulations, another Mountain West team out here in the South region. Congratulations. So Utah State's coming to Sacramento. Uh, we're going to do some digital content for our station at March Madness, and Nemus Keda, who uh, was the star player for Utah State. He plays for Sacramento Kings right now, so that'll be fun to mess with. All right, so you got Arizona, Princeton, Mizzou, Utah State. Mizzou, Utah State will be a fun 7-10 matchup in the middle of the morning on Thursday. Uh, Other side, okay, so you've got Maryland and West Virginia playing each other. That'll be fun. Maryland, West Virginia, 8-9 game. That's a coin flip on your bracket if I've ever seen one goddamn and you've got what is it? Oh, San Diego State. Awesome. They're San-, San Diego State usually. So this is one of those years where they were like guaranteed to make the tournament. But San Diego State, they uh they're a team that you can usually bet on to be later on your bracket, but for some reason this year they showed up on the first line. So San Diego State, oh, they're going to play College of Charleston. <laughs> that's a that's a 5-12 upset. San Diego State, for those who don't know, uh, San Diego State's kind of like a cursed program. The best team they ever had in 2020 didn't get to play in the tournament because, like, all of March Madness got canceled. And San Diego State had the following year, like, 31 wins. And as a sixth seed, they got the breaks beat off them by Syracuse. And then they lost to Creighton in the first round last year. So, like, despite the fact that they won, I think they went like 70 and nine over two seasons, something like that. San Diego State only got one first round exit to show for it. Despite going 70 and nine, they didn't win a single uh, March Madness game with probably their best core of their team over the last three years. And now they're a five seed this year and they will probably lose to cock college of Charleston, C O C cock. It's not March madness without some cock in it. So they're going to play San Diego state. Furman is going to play Virginia and their defense. Slow, slow, slow (laughs) team. Uh, Remember when uh, they lost as a one seed and a 16. Yeah. The reason that's the case is because UMBC all they had to do was just bury three-pointer after three-pointer, and they didn't just beat the one-seed Virginia. They smoked the one-seed Virginia that year, and then Virginia came back the next year and won the championship because their, their weird defense, slow offense scheme is actually kind of effective against most teams, especially when they have... Much more skilled players than you. I'm just giving generic Virginia analysis now because I have not watched Virginia play this year. So Virginia's going to play Furman, and the Paladins, that's a fun team. wonder if they will be a 13 seed pulling off an upset this year. See, in my mind, I don't think of Furman being a team that can beat Virginia, so that means Furman's probably going to be the 13 seed that wins against a 4 or a 14 that wins against a 3. I'm going to bet that Santa Barbara gets smoked by Baylor. So, uh, Baylor might Baylor might actually win that region, or maybe I'm like secretly hoping that Baylor wins that region just cuz it's going to be super awkward if Alabama wins that region because, you know, Alabama's got multiple players who have capital murder charges and one player there who's going to be a lottery pick who supplied the gun in that capital murder situation. Again, I feel like we can't talk enough about that Alabama situation that Alabama literally has a player charged with capital murder on their team, who is now the number one overall seed in a March Madness where people tell me, hey, anyone can win it this year. It's going to be kind of random, which probably means that a number one seed is going to play a number one seed in the championship. Because last year it was like, oh, this is a chalk year. We know who the three best teams are. And then it turned out, uh, I think a nine seed or an eight seed North Carolina made it to the championship. So, hey, who knows? to March Madness. It's completely random and bonkers. All right, Midwest region. So we've got Houston, number one seed. We cannot talk enough about how awesome that Kelvin Sampson story is. Like, for those who don't know, Kelvin Sampson was the coach at Indiana, and because of, like, stupid NCAA bylaws, from what I understand, got banned from the sport for three years. And so he went to the NBA for, like, six years and then got a head coaching job at Houston, which was awesome in the 1980s and have literally not made the tournament since for 32 years between making the Final Four and Kelvin Sampson arriving. And then they, in five years, went from had never made the tournament to made the tournament, won a tournament game, made the Sweet 16 because they also lost on the buzzer beater by uh, Jordan Poole in the second round of the tournament. So they Made the tournament, lost on a pool buzzer beater, made the Sweet 16. They got Quentin Grimes, who I watched play in high school and was a former uh, number, I think top 10 prospect in his class, went to Kansas transferred out of Kansas to Houston, and then Quentin Grimes led them to a Final Four. Like, that story is just absolutely insane, and we can't talk enough about how wild it is that Houston was in a Final Four two years ago, and now has the number two seed in the entire tournament. It's wild how Houston has been able to build that program up because NCAA was stupid and banned Calvin Sampson. And they're playing the Norse! They're playing the Northern Kentucky Norse! Uh, We the Norse, baby. They have been a fan favorite of ours for years and years and years. We the Norse. Shout out, we the Norse. And then we've got Iowa, the the Iowa Keegan Murrays, as we like to call them here in Sacramento. The Iowa Keegan Murrays are playing against Auburn, a not good Auburn team this year. So I'm going to pick Iowa on my bracket uh, because I trust McCaffrey to always get to the second round and then immediately lose in said second round or to be the five seed that loses to a 12 that seems to be what Iowa is good for they will either lose in the second round or they'll be the five seed that loses to a 12 seed and since they're an eight seed this year I'm guessing Iowa is going to make it to the second round and lose all right you got Miami playing against Drake oh, I didn't realize Drake was that good this year Uh, Drake Bulldogs, uh, they're the Missouri Valley Conference, so good on them. Uh, Then you've got Iowa State as the six. Razor likes Iowa State, even though they were kind of fading towards the end. He liked Iowa State to be dangerous in that Big 12 tournament. And then there's a first four game between Mississippi State and Pitt. Fun fact about Pitt that I just love bringing up up. Pitt's starting lineup this year, the Pittsburgh Panthers, out of the ACC, their starting lineup is currently older than the Oklahoma City Thunders' starting lineup. That is a real stat that is true. Pitt's starting lineup is older than the Oklahoma City starting lineup, and I think that's absolutely fantastic and hilarious. They got to play a first four game, so uh, I guess we'll watch them Tuesday or Wednesday on the what I like to call the True TV Classic. Find True TV wherever you have your cable-slash-streaming service. Uh, Three-seed is Xavier. Wow, Xavier's a three-seed? Huh. I didn't realize Xavier was that good this year. I knew they were going to make the tournament because Razor and I did our college basketball crash course last month. I didn't realize Xavier was going to be a three-seed. Damn. Then uh, oh, Kennesaw State yeah we love Kennesaw State they uh they kept Liberty and Jerry Falwell University out of the the college basketball tournament so yeah good good job Kennesaw State we like you then we've got oh we got Crazy Buzz Williams awesome Texas A and M is the seven seed <laughs> Crazy Buzz Williams with his uh his crazy accent and yeah he's a he's a weird dude but Buzz Williams at Texas A and M uh, and they're They're fake military, Texas A&M. They're going to be a seven seed. And then you got Penn State, who just went on a Cinderella Big Ten tournament run, which I only know because I had to cover the Big Ten tournament for our station. I would not have cared otherwise that Penn State made it as a double digit seed to the Big Ten championship game. Then you've got Texas. Oh, Texas is a two-seed after their coach got fired for beating up his wife. And that story kind of went away pretty quickly. We're not really talking about that anymore because Texas was a top-five team. Before the whole Alabama has a two players charged with capital murder <laughs> and the best player on the team supplied a gun, before all of that happened, there was Texas's coach being charged with domestic violence and then being put on administrative leave and clearly going to be fired and people pretending like he wasn't going to be fired and then obviously getting fired with cause for for being arrested on domestic violence for beating up his wife so yeah texas and colgate colgate that team that you (laughs) colgate's like in that new mexico state territory there's two teams in march madness because For those who don't know, and I'm sorry to pivot from Texas to Colgate so quickly. We kind of went down the Texas rabbit hole here. But So Colgate is making the tournament for the fourth time in a row. And remember, there wasn't a March Madness in 2020 because of the pandemic. So we're going to go six full years in between Colgate not making the tournament. So because Colgate has been in March Madness for basically a half a decade now, They've become one of those teams where you pick them to win every year. You feel like, oh, Colgate's a team that I know. It's a team that I remember. They're gonna find they're gonna win in a first round game just because I recognize their program. And this is one of the biggest traps of picking March Madness games is every time you see a team that you recognize because they've been in the tournament two, three, four years in a row, you're tempted to pick them and It's not the best strategy in the world. Every year when I was a child, I used to really get involved in brackets because I really, really, really cared about March Madness back then. And every year would be the year that New Mexico State was going to win in the first round. Juju's New Mexico State Aggies made the tournament like seven times in ten years, and I don't think they won a single March Madness game. (laughs) I think they went like 0-6 in March Madness despite the fact that we recognize their names every single year. And I think Colgate's kind of taken that mantle from New Mexico State now because Colgate has made the tournament three years in a row, and Colgate has not made a single close opportunity to win a game. They, The closest they got was seven points, They have a 20-point defeat and an 8-point defeat in their previous three March Madness runs. So, sorry Colgate, looks like you are on the losing end of this one. And uh, Vermont's in the same category. Now, Vermont did win one year in March Madness. But Vermont gets there year after year, and Vermont's a team that I always pick to win. And whenever I pick them to win, they end up losing in the first round. Of March Madness. So unfortunately, we are going to not pick Colgate this year, and even though they're playing Texas, who again, Chris Beard got fired in the middle of the season, and we just kind of moved past that real quick, Texas is going to probably beat Colgate in that 2-15 matchup. Then again, Texas lost to Abilene Christian two years ago, and uh, and Texas also lost... Another bad, I think it was to UCLA or something. Texas lost another bad upset that led to Shaka Smart leaving. So you know what? Texas is the team that loses in first-round upsets. Who knows? Maybe maybe this will be another year of Texas pulling off the crazy first-round upset. What's the last game? Uh, Indiana and Kent State. That's another game. I don't know anything about either team. I know Mike Woodson coaches Indiana. I know they lost to Penn State yesterday. I yeah I don't know maybe that's the 13-4 upset I don't got the courage to pick it but maybe that's the 13-4 upset coming out of that group maybe Indiana makes it back to the sweet 16 who knows while we've got a minute before they come back from the commercial break hey Jalen Ramsey got traded to the Miami Dolphins how interesting is that Miami Dolphins, let's play your fight song because you just traded a third-round pick and a backup tight end for Jalen Ramsey. So congratulations, let's play the T-Pain fight song that was created in 2007 and the Dolphins still have not won a playoff game since. Alright, number three seed, defending champion Kansas Jayhawks, who all have really nice reclining seats in their basketball film room. So yeah, congratulations Kansas. I'm sure they are probably going to win the championship this year, uh, just because they won it last year and they're at number one seed uh they play Howard. Shout out to Howard uh I think Bison is their school mascot. Anyway, uh Bulls maybe. Um they're one of those HBCU schools in the either the uh Meac I think. Yeah, the Meac Champions. Uh Arkansas and Illinois. That is a uh, that is a matchup all right. <laughs> Arkansas and Illinois. Uh, that would be a really boring football game between Arkansas and Illinois. I wonder if Arkansas basketball gets to be whompin' boys with Eric Musselman out there. Eric Musselman's a super weird dude. St. <laughs> Mary's is the 5C. That was lazy analysis on my part. Eric Musselman's a lazy dude, and this would be a terrible football matchup. That is the laziest analysis I've done. St. Mary's is playing VCU. Shout out to VCU. Congratulations. UConn is good at basketball again. They're a four seed. UConn is good at basketball. That was my first thing that I got surprised by when I first did our college basketball crash course with Razor. I was like, huh, UConn's good at basketball again. That happened fast. And they're playing Rick Pitino, but maybe not Rick Pitino because Rick Pitino might take another job by the time that they play that game later this week. Okay, they get the flying Rick Pitinos on the whatever day that was. And we got TCU. They're the sixth seed. Okay, TCU. We watched them play at March Madness last year, so that'll be fun. Then we've got play-in game between Arizona State and Nevada. That's fun. Arizona State and Nevada. Uh, Go Mountain West. I hope the Mountain West team beats the Pac-12 team to show that the Mountain West is the superior conference. Because the Mountain West is the superior conference to the Pac 12. In fact, the Pac-Twelve is about to lose a bunch of their play a bunch of their teams that are now about to just dissolve into the Mountain West, including maybe Nevada. Nevada might be a Pac-Twelve team by the time we roll around a tournament next year. All right, Gonzaga, three seed, fourteen seed. Ah, shit, it's Grand Canyon University. (laughs) God damn it. Why does Grand Canyon University always have to show up here? For those who don't know, Grand Canyon University is one of these for-profit capitalistic religious schools. Just trying to trick people into giving them money to go to religious capitalist school. Evangelical bullshit school. Damn. Why does Grand Canyon... I hope Gonzaga beats them by 30. Beat them by 30 this year. All right, Northwestern against... Boise State, oh, that's in Sacramento, that'll be fun. Northwestern, all the all the people from the Midwest are going to get a, a vacation up here to Sacramento, that'll be cool. And then Boise, they're local, they get a lot of their recruits from Sacramento. UCLA two seed, that one made sense. UCLA gets to be the two seed in Sacramento. Uh, that one will be fun. UCLA 2, who's the 15 seed in the West? Is it going to be UNC Asheville? Nice. That is a weird 15 seed, but okay. I'm sure UCLA will have no problem beating them. Atlantic Sun, they punched their ticket. No, not Atlantic Sun. They're um, the the uh Colonial Athletic Association, I think, or the Southland, one of those two conferences. All right, UCLA. Congratulations to you, UCLA. You are gonna maybe win that region. Who knows? UCLA gets to be here in Sacramento, so that'll be fun. Hopefully that they, uh, hopefully UCLA. The couple of people I know who go to UCLA or graduated from UCLA up here. Hopefully that'll be during the daytime, so that people can go watch that game. And then you got UNC Asheville. What were the other ones? So Utah State's coming to Sacramento. Missouri's coming to Sacramento you had oh god who was it it was um Arizona's coming to Sacramento then you've got UNC Asheville UCLA Northwestern Boise you know what that's a nice little crop of teams that I might go watch on Thursday I might pick one of the games if the tickets get cheap enough and go watch the game that could be fun then you got a Gonzaga against Grand Canyon University. That'll be fun. And I hope Gonzaga beats Grand Canyon by 50, 30 points because Grand Canyon University is one of those capitalistic evangelical schools, as we mentioned before. Okay, fun. Who's going to win that region? That's a good question. I don't know who's going to win that region. UCLA make it back to the final four. I mean, they, they were, they lost to North Carolina last year who ended up going to the championship game. And then they lost to Gonzaga the year before who ended up going to the championship game. So, I mean, this might be the best UCLA team they've had. And they made a surprise final four run a couple years ago. Uh, what was the lazy and Oh yeah, let's do actual analysis. What was the, uh, Arkansas and Illinois. I mean, we know that Brad Underwood is the coach at Illinois, and they were the number one seed a couple years ago, and then they lost to Sister Jean in a super upset, and they kind of just been a mid-team since. I mean, when we were doing our college basketball recap with Razor, didn't even really mention Illinois at all. Like, we went through pretty much every Big Ten team, even Penn State, who just went on that crazy run through the Big Ten tournament to make it as a 10 seed we didn't just talk about Illinois at all because they were just kind of mid and they were the sixth seed and they lost early in the big 10 tournament. And now they're a nine seed playing against Arkansas who made an elite eight a couple years ago and now is also kind of mid according to the fact that they're just an eight seed, but I don't know. I mean like eight seeds winning the eight, nine game would be cool. Let's flip a coin here and see uh, which one we're going to take here. So Heads is going to be Arkansas, tails is going to be Illinois, let's see, uh, Arkansas, all right, we're going to take Arkansas to win, all right, we got the last region up here, who's going to be the team that everyone gets uncomfortable by, because it's interesting how the uncomfy teams are spread out, you got Bama in one region, you got Texas in another region, I don't really know if there's an uncomfy one in the other, oh, Grand Canyon's in that one, so they spread out Grand Canyon. Maybe there'll be a fun team left that I'm not thinking of that's also going to make everyone uncomfortable. All right, Purdue's a one seed. Congratulations, Purdue. Zach Eady is really good at basketball and is probably going to be picked near the top of the draft this year because he is like six foot ten and a Chet Holmgren monster. So yeah, Zach Eady, Uh Purdue, number one seed. They will play. Wait, that doesn't make sense. It says Southeast, Missouri State, and Howard, but we already listed both of those teams already. This is this is confusing. Let's listen to see what's happening right now. Oh my god, they messed up. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I paused real quick and went back. So they put the wrong teams up on the graphic. The wrong 16 seeds went up, and it was apparently Texas Southern who was, uh, like... I think Texas Southern was, like, a a 10 seed in their conference tournament against Fairleigh Dickinson. Uh, the, one of Their mascot's one of the chess pieces. I don't know which one it is, but it's a chess piece. Damn, those teams got so scared when they put up Southeast Missouri and Howard, who both already got called as 16 seeds. Damn, they had to get so scared when they saw that. Okay, so now you got Memphis and Florida Atlantic, FAU 31-3, and three, but they lost in their conference tournament, I think. So they're a 9 seed. They might just do something fun. I'm just going to pick them just for the sake of picking them. Oh, my God. Duke plays Oral Roberts. Oh, that's so awesome. Oh, my God. That's so cool. Duke is going to play the team that went to the Sweet 16 a couple years ago and their best player, uh, Max something, is still there. Oh, that's so cool. Duke and Oral Roberts are going to play each other in the first round. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. That's going to be so much fun. Okay, Tennessee is a four seed. Okay, cool. Tennessee is the four. They are going to play against the Ragin' Cajun. Awesome. Louisiana, I know nothing about either team this year. I know that Tennessee, I picked them to win the championship a bunch of years ago, and they lost in the Sweet 16. So, haven't picked Tennessee much since. Then you got Kentucky. Kentucky as the sixth seed. Who are they going to play? Who's Kentucky got in the next round? They've got. I'm trying to think who's left. There's not a whole lot of teams left in this game. Kentucky's gonna play Providence okay cool Providence whose coach might be leaving them pretty quickly right now that's interesting oh they've got the exact same record Kentucky and Providence do not all what's the old saying not all nine and seven teams are the same in the NFL not all 21 and 11 teams are built the same in March Madness I guess Uh, Kansas State's the three seed. That means Marquette's going to be the two seed in their region. That'll be fun to watch. So Kansas State State Marquette would be an awesome Sweet 16 matchup. I think I'm going to pick that on my bracket. I haven't watched much Kansas State this year, but I have watched a lot of Marquette this year for some weird reason. Not a lot. I haven't watched a lot of college basketball, but I did watch Marquette win the Big East. That was kind of interesting. Oh, Montana State's the fourteen damn montana state got screwed cuz they have they're from montana obviously and they have to go to greensboro north carolina for their first round game on a friday they 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 got the raw end of the deal on that one they just kind of had to fill them in as a 14 seed and they have to go to greensboro north carolina that's an l michigan state playing usc oh i forgot about usc i didn't think they were going to make the tournament Good on USC. Congratulations. I don't know who that means got snubbed because I wasn't doing bubble watch, but good on USC. And then Marquette's the two seed. And uh, who's the last team on this? uh, Who's the last team on this one? Shaka Smart, baby. Marquette and Texas are both two seeds. Shaka Smart left Texas for Marquette knowing he was going to get fired. Both of them are two seeds now. Oh Vermont, I forgot about Vermont. We said them earlier too. God, we said Vermont earlier Well, at least Vermont's a 15 seed this year so I don't have to worry about picking them on my bracket because Vermont's the team where it's like they make it every year and because you know their name, you feel like they're gonna you feel like they're gonna end up beating you but, on the flip side, or you feel like they're not gonna, you feel like they're gonna win just because you know their name and they're always in March Madness. On the flip side, those teams usually end up losing a lot. New Mexico State loses a lot. Colgate loses a lot. Vermont got one victory in March Madness, but they're probably gonna lose. They got Marquette. All right, that's the bracket. That'll be kind of interesting to watch play out. So, just thinking about the full bracket here. What were the funny things or the cool things that we saw in the bracket? Colgate and Vermont are both 15 seeds. Those are the teams that we think of. We did super lazy analysis of Arkansas and Illinois, which means this is a game that I'm going to have to be fixated on now just because we did the most lazy analysis of two teams that I only know the names of their coaches. And I'm not, like, not a college basketball guy. I used to care so much about college basketball. I used to care so much about Mountain West college basketball. And as my fan width has gone on... It is just not something that I care about as much anymore. I have uh, shed many interests in sports, and regular season college basketball has become one of those things. So, yeah. um, Alabama's the number one overall seed. That's going to be super uncomfy for everyone involved. And we have... Kansas, UCLA, Gonzaga, St. Mary's, and UConn all in the same group, which according to Ken Palm is five of the top 11 teams in the country all in the same group. So uh, West is the group of death that has UCLA and Gonzaga. Man, UCLA, Gonzaga, in the Sweet 16. Oh, that would be so good. That would be so freaking good. Oh, my God. Gonzaga. Oh. Gonzaga UCLA rematch in the Sweet 16. Need it. Need it. Need it. Need it. In my veins. Give it to me. That would be so much fun to watch. So, so, so much fun to watch. Man, that would be great. Okay, so then you also had, I'm trying to think back. Oh, Baylor. Baylor's going to probably win that group. Uh, I'm gonna bet. I'm gonna bet on Baylor to, to win that uh, that West or the the one with Alabama in it. I'll take Baylor and Arizona. That'll be my bet. We'll do more analysis type stuff with Razor Rosenthal. This one's more so just for the selection show process. Uh, Razor's got all the X's and O's breakdowns of the randomness of March Madness. So, yeah, you've got Alabama, Arizona, Baylor, Virginia. Then you got Houston, Texas. Oh, that'll be good. Houston, Texas, Xavier, and Indiana. Then you've got Purdue, Marquette, Kansas State, Tennessee. And then you've got Kansas, UCLA, Gonzaga, and UConn as that group of death region. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for stopping in here to the Take It Easy podcast. We've got episodes every single day, Monday through Friday, as well as Wired Up on Sundays. Make sure to leave a five-star review, a download, and continue to support all of the wonderful, wonderful projects that we have going on here with the podcast. I will leave it to all of you to continue your March Madness fun and coverage. And in the meantime, we'll talk to you again tomorrow. We'll talk to Razor Rosenthal about the brackets for Wednesday. And in the meantime, we ask that all of you take it easy. Thank you for listening to Believe.